0: Apparently, Aristotle said this, For man, when perfected, is the best of animals. But, when separated from law and justice, he is the worst of all. Many humans are cruel, not only to the others of their kind, but to animals, too. Without consequences, people will do as they please. Without strong animal cruelty laws, they'll do even worse. But. As depressing as this is, there are always people who are better and who always rise above to help those most in need. I'm your host Hepburn and you're listening to the Voiceless Speak Forever podcast, a true crime podcast dedicated to exposing the many misdeeds and abuses done to animals. And every week, I'll be covering a new animal abuse case. Today, we'll be covering a case about a kitten who's gone through hell and back. On June 2nd of 2019, a badly hurt nine-month-old tortoiseshell cat was found near Bagshot Road in Woking, England. Seeing the cat's small size, the local vets named her Minnie, as reported by the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, or the RSPCA, officer. Minnie's case was one of the worst animal abuse cases she had ever seen. Her body was covered in burns, molten wax had been poured onto her tail, and a number of her burn wounds had become infected and had maggots in them. Her right leg had a makeshift splint on it and her back legs were non-functional, disabling her from standing and her rectum was severely damaged, indicating sexual abuse. The vets believe that the non-functionality of her legs was due to soft tissue and nerve damage since bone fractures were absent on her x-rays, which makes the splint on her right leg a curious addition. During her recovery, Minnie was looked after by the RSPCA's Millbrook Animal Center before being transferred to a foster home. At the foster home, she showed significant signs of improvement. Of particular note, were the improvement of her legs as they grew stronger and stronger. All the while Minnie was recovering, the police and RSPCA were looking for her abuser, who they appropriately dubbed... The Woking Rapist. With not much to work on, they reached out to the public for help, pleading for information about the rapists. Unfortunately, Minnie's abuser was never caught. And even if he was caught, he would have only faced six months in jail at most, England's maximum sentence for animal cruelty, and maybe a fine. Punishments that are not reflective of the savagery of their actions against Minnie. In August of 2019, Minnie's search for a forever home began. In October 2019, sweet Minnie found her forever home with Thea and Simon Mumford, who took her back to live with them in Kent. Thea was kind enough to share how she found out about Minnie and their adoption journey. My friend shared the news story on Facebook. I was in the bath, scrolling on Facebook, as you do, when I saw the post, Minnie reminded me of our other tortoise shell cat, Maggie. Seeing that original video, those harrowing black eyes, but also the details of what was done to her, reduced me to tears. It was in that moment I vowed to do everything possible to rescue her. Simon found me in the tub, crying my eyes out because I was distressed at the state Minnie had been found in. Hundreds, if not thousands of people offered her an initial home, In the early days when she was all over the news, I thought we wouldn't be in with a chance in hell of being able to adopt her. Then on the 22nd of August, the news was posted that she was up for adoption. I saw it the day after and was told at that time someone beat us to it. Someone possibly suitable had come forward. Several agonizing weeks went by. I pretty much harassed the RSPCA staff. And finally, on the 22nd of September, At 8.43pm, an email came in from the RSPCA that Minnie had become available. The person who had come forward had a one-bedroom flat, which wasn't deemed the right environment for Minnie as she had a lot of space at her foster mom, Maureen's place. The following day, I had a call with Maureen and it was agreed upon that I would meet Minnie that weekend. On Sunday, we drove nearly two hours to meet the girl who stole our hearts. We didn't have any expectations. We figured that she would be scared and not want to interact with us. But in walked this feisty little lady, ready to play. Maureen had done a phenomenal job over the months to draw Minnie out of her shell. The visit was a resounding success. We raced to RSPCA Millbrook. To submit all the paperwork for the home visit. That followed the next Thursday, and I was so nervous, literally trembling. We were so, so close to rescuing her. I needn't have worried. The RSPCA lady was so impressed with the Catio, an outdoor cat enclosure we built in the garden, and described our house as a five star hotel for cats. On Tuesday, the 8th of October, over four months after her ordeal started, Minnie came home with us. But, as lucky as Minnie was to be adopted by such a loving pair, Thea said that she was lucky too. Simon and I feel privileged to have been picked to look after her. Because she made worldwide news, there were a lot of people online invested in her. We know we better do a good job or else there will be hell to pay. Minnie has helped me on a personal level too. I have a disability a bad back, hip, and legs, and I walk with a limp. Minnie showed me that you can suffer a life-changing trauma, yet be able to have an amazing life. The days my pain levels are really high, she comes and lies next to me as if to say, I got you, mama. I've been where you are. She is an inspiration. In a news article, Thea was quoted saying, I just want everyone who was affected by her story to know that this little cat will only know love for the rest of her life. Anthea kept her promise. Minnie is thriving. She is now living in Rotterdam, Netherlands with her loving parents. She has six brothers and sisters who are also rescue cats. Maggie, Ollie, Ralph, Henry, Nellie, and Bob. One sibling in particular has stolen Minnie's heart. Nellie. Nellie was actually the first kitty she bonded with. Minnie and Nellie are the same age and are inseparable. They sleep together, they play together, they do everything together. Minnie has become so comfortable in her home that she is regarded as a diva and the ruler of the house. The beginning of Minnie's life was extraordinarily difficult, but with the help of the RSPCA, Vets and Thea and Simon, as well as the public's love for her, Minnie was able to make a full recovery and live the happy life she always deserved. So that was the story of Minnie. I think, aside from learning about Minnie's incredibly harrowing and brave journey, we are also confronted with how weak animal cruelty laws are around the world. Here's Thea's mom's take on the weak animal cruelty laws in England. I know that if they ever catch whomever hurt our baby girl, they will get away with a fine and a slap on the wrist most likely. For me, hurting an animal is ever worse than hurting a human. Humans can often defend themselves. Animals can't. To know someone sexually abused our girl, poured candle wax on her, left her with maggot-filled wounds, it indicates prolonged torture. Maggots don't happen overnight. The first video of her, her eyes are black lifeless almost, conveying an unimaginable trauma. And she isn't the only one. Animals are abused and tortured, even killed, every day, but the law doesn't punish enough. There is no deterrent here. These animals are an easy target with little for the perp to fear if caught. As you can tell, I feel very strongly about this. There have been signs of improvement though. In June of 2019, a bill called the Animal Welfare Sentencing Bill was introduced in England and Wales. It seeks to increase prison sentences for animal abusers, proposing a maximum jail time of five years for the worst animal cruelty cases. This bill has been lauded by many, but still, it isn't very inclusive to all animals. It best protects victims of dogfighting, abused puppies, kittens, and farm animals. Minnie deserves her justice, and so do many animals who've lost their lives because of animal abusing assholes. Let's continue pushing for stronger laws and more accountability. It's the least we can do for them. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please tell your friends, family, co-workers, whoever, like, review, and subscribe to the VSF podcast, and make sure you check out VSF's Instagram page. The period VSF period official. There's a new eye candy of the week, and she's pretty cute, so you should definitely check it out. Also, if you want to share any animal stories, please email VSF period official period podcast at gmail.com. Until next Wednesday, toodles.